Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to In The Pink, sponsored by Bose. Stay home, stay healthy, stay connected. And then obviously you paid that faith in you by notching up wins and ultimately championships in 2017, 2018, GP3 and F2. Um, did you just kind of feel like once you had this backing um, and this belief in you that you then got into a groove and you just started delivering? I mean, smashing it out of the park, really. I think one massive difference between um, when Mercedes were looking at me versus when they signed me was that the moment they truly signed me to become you know, the junior driver, they pretty much told me, we believe in you, you know, and we want to help you develop into a better driver and get the maximum potential out of you. And I think that's one thing that I've been so lucky and grateful for is that they didn't go out there and leave me to do my thing and see if I could handle the pressure and see if I could cope with this and that they really helped me to, to get my maximum potential out of myself. Um, you know, firstly, like I said before, starting off with Aleish, my trainer, that's when he started work with me. It's a small thing, but it's a thing that really helped my fitness side of things, mental side of things, races and someone to be there for me. Um, obviously getting the opportunity to test F1 cars and learning so much from their engineers, you know, I've got a really good relationship with all of the guys. I could text them whenever I wanted, ask for advice. Um, I used to fly with them to and from the races. And that just really helped me to become into a better driver and to, you know, fulfill the potential, which, you know, ultimately made me sort of excel in 2017 and 18. And actually looking forward to now being at Williams, um, it does feel like you're, not only have you bedded into the team so well, but you've kind of owned it, you've carved it, you've moulded it around you. And I remember you saying, again, at the beginning of your rookie year, you know, I want to be a team leader. I don't want to presume I will be, but I just want to naturally kind of organically get to that point where I evolve into leading this team. Um, and, I mean, it seems great. You seem, you seem to have a great rapport with your engineers. Obviously, Claire Williams is full of praise for you as well. How, how does it feel? Does it feel like the family that we all see from the outside looking in? Yeah, I, th I think so. You know, it's um, you know, it is a it's an incredible team. The the group of engineers we've we've got at the track are, you know, such fantastic people. We've all got a really good relationship, and I think what we went through last year grew us into um, 
you know, a stronger character to be able to deal with disappointment of last year because there was always an element of hope into every weekend that something might happen and this and that. But ultimately, the car was so slow. We had to just arrive at every single race. I put the, the most amount of effort in I can, my engineers, the mechanics, and ultimately there's nothing at all to show for it. And that was difficult. And I think now we're here uh, and we are getting better results. It's just a much stronger, nicer feeling for, for all of us. So, um, yeah, like I say, it's a, it's a really great team and a, a great relationship we've all got. And are those dark days well and truly behind you now, do you believe, as a team? You know, there's no risk of dropping back into them. I mean, there, there is absolutely not only light at the end of the tunnel, but you're pulling out the other side. Yeah, absolutely. I think we are 100% going in the right direction. Um, you know, last year was a big commitment for the team to to recognise the issues of the previous years and say, right, we need a, we need a full reset here. And it might compromise us for a year, year and a half. Um, you know, in all honesty, I, I did not expect the performance of the car to be where it is currently before the season started. I, I thought we'd be much closer. I, I still thought we'd well and truly still be the slowest team and um, struggling to get off the back of the grid. So it has even surprised me. And, um, you know, there's no signs of, of stopping now we're still on an upwards um direction and the foundations are well and truly truly there for the team so it's definitely looking positive for for everybody at grove and what are the differences between kibitza and latifi in terms of teammates um you know they're both they're both great people to be fair both of which i got on really well with obviously in very different points of their career I think obviously Robert had so much experience, but equally he was still a rookie coming back because he spent so long out of the car, never raced on Pirellis before, which is a massive change. The um, the cars itself these days were so different to the ones he raced. So he was equally a rookie learning the car and how to, to deal with all of that. But he had so much experience and knowledge how to deal with the engineers the sort of feedback he has to give to to get the most out of his car. And that's something I learned a huge amount from. So I guess it's just experience, really. Now, this is Nicholas's first year in, in Formula One. Um, I've obviously got a year more experience than he has. So, yeah, I, I don't really know, to be honest. I think from my side, I just like to get on with my side of driving, focusing on myself with my engineers. You always need to keep an eye on what your teammate is doing. Make sure that if they're quicker in any parts of the track to understand why they are. Uh, is it something he's doing in the driving, something for setup? But ultimately, I think we're all different drivers and you've got to be confident enough just to continue in your direction, even if things aren't going perfect to say, well, even if his setup's different, he's a different driver, and if it works for him, it might not work for me. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's just different dynamics, but both, um, both I'm getting along well with.
Yeah, I tell you what, um, Nicholas seems a very positive, smiley person. He, he always seems to be. <laughs> He's yeah. got that little twinkle in his eye. I mean, I don't, I don't know him well at all because obviously this year as well, you can't wander in and have breakfast at Williams anymore. Um, I mean, that's a big blow. It is. That no, is. It's weird. I mean, because normally we've got the hospitality, you build such a good relationship with everybody. Yeah. You know, with you guys, um, all the journalists up and down the grid, even just sitting down with your mechanics and engineers, you can't do that anymore. But no, Nicholas is a great guy. Um, his family are great people. You know, we've, I've known them for a long time now coming through the ranks and um, yeah, I see no reason why he won't have a long career in Formula One. Um, I mean, one of the big, yeah, let's, let's just really campaign, shall we, to get Williams back open. I think that's the motorhome that I want to be reopened more than <laughs> any. I think we might have to wait till 2021, even 2022 before that happens. Um, now, just in terms of your um, career progression, um, have you put any kind of timescale on it? Because we know that you're still talking regularly to Toto. Uh, we know that you're very much on Mercedes radar. Um, it would seem fair not to upset the apple cart for them. You know, they're winning races. But God, you must want to get a drive in that car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody does. You know, that car yeah. is so dominant. I think um, you put any F1 driver in that car and they'll be on the podium. They're just that strong. And, um, you know, obviously they've got Lewis, who is obviously one of the best ever. And the combination is just incredible. And you understand why you wouldn't want to, to change things because Lewis is, you know, been dominating the drivers' championships. Between them, they dominate the, the constructors. It's quite a sort of Ferrari esque of the early 2000s, I guess. Um, but, you know, from, from my side and Mercedes' side, it was always always the plan, always the, the yeah, like I said, the, the plan when, I, when we signed with Williams, um, that I would spend three years there. And um, here we are, and I'm, I'm just going about my thing. And we'll see where that leads. Like I say, it's what happens above me. I've just got to leave to the powers above, and all I can focus on is is my job driving but you know I've still got a really good relationship with everybody at Mercedes nothing has changed there and um, you know they're still fully supporting me as they were in in GB3 and Formula 2. Yeah great stuff so you've got another race this weekend how are we going to turn Mr Saturday into Mr Sunday? Well I think last weekend was probably the first example uh, or the first showing of that to be honest I think we took a bit of a compromise with the with the setup of the car to focus more on the Sunday so we were actually more surprised with our Saturday performance because there was probably still a couple of attempts in the car if we really tried optimizing Saturday which is what we normally do but we compromised that a little bit to focus for for the Sunday so arguably last weekend was probably one of our best qualifying performances of the year because um, like I said there was actually more in the car for a Saturday if we wanted it. So, well, that's you know, really I started, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we, we started 20th, uh, obviously a lot of retirements and what have you. We still finished 12th and on merit ahead of five other cars, I think, or four other cars. So, yeah, I think we're on our way. We're on our way and um, I'm, I'm excited for this weekend. I guess part of that is also to do with the fact these Ferrari-powered cars are having a bit of a shocker this year, aren't they? 
it's unbelievable yeah. how much they're down um yeah i think and pace yeah absolutely i think um ferrari itself a team um ferrari have lost more straight line speed compared to themselves last year there's no doubt hassan alfa romeo have also lost some but i don't think it's to the same extent that ferrari have um we know also for us we need to to recognize that and um you know, Mercedes are fant- have done an amazing job with the engine over the year. They've brought so much performance to it. So, um, you know, we, we can't take all the credit that we have brought all this performance because there's no doubt they have brought a bit of it. But we're definitely a big contributor to our uh, step forward. And um, let's hope their, their power stays where it is and we keep on going forward. Yeah, go on. You take the credit. You deserve it. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for your time George it's lovely to talk to you as always and all the best this weekend and for the rest of the season I hope we get get loads of races in that'd be great yeah likewise thanks Ashley thank you so much thanks so much for listening to In The Pink I hope you've enjoyed the podcast you've listened to so far please don't forget to rate review and subscribe check out our Instagram page at in underscore the underscore pink And you get all the details there about how you can win some of those Bose noise-cancelling headphones. And join the community. We're all talking about the various guests that we've had on the podcast and who we'd like to see and hear in the next few weeks. So thank you for joining us. Stay with us. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay connected with Bose. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.